Another of our favorites, David Cutcliffe of Duke, is going to be with us as quickly as these guys can change headsets. We're not even... We're not even going to take a commercial break between these two coaches. David Cutcliffe is joining us now. Pat Nardizzi is going to join us later this hour. Mac Brown next hour. Bron Bronco Mendenhall next hour. Coach Cut, that's a smooth transition, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see you wrestle Coach Fuente for the rights to that chair. No, but I slipped right in behind him without <laughs> him even knowing it. You that's are like a, a ghost. Got to be a ninja. You're a ninja. Can't be seen, right? He is moving <laughs> like a ghost in the night. Uh, welcome back, man. How are you? What's, uh, what's going good. on? I am good. How are you? I'm okay. doing great. Thank you for asking. Family is good. Uh, I get paid to write and talk about sports for a living, so I'm, I'm counting my blessings, right? Well, when our family is good, we're all okay. Amen to that. Uh, I'm gonna. Hit, there's one question we're asking all 14 of you guys, and then we'll dive into a lot of Duke stuff. And heck, you know we like asking you life questions as well. In the 12 months since we saw each other face to face, or maybe I've seen you since then, but you know the idea. What is a book, a movie, a trip, or a different experience that was meaningful to you? that you'd also be willing to share with our statewide audience, given the uh, pearls of wisdom that you've dropped on us regularly over 10 plus years? Yeah, I, I think um, a, a very simple, easy read, uh, Admiral William McRaven's book, Make Your Bed. Mm. And uh, if you haven't <clears throat> heard of Admiral McRaven, he was the head of all special forces. Uh, he's now the chancellor of the University of Texas Amazing system. Guy. But that book, it's too easy to pick up and read, and you will gather a lot of wisdom and a lot of practical usage out of it, starting by making your bed every day. Same man has some <laughs> fascinating observations about the state of America in 2019. I've enjoyed that part of his contribution to our society as well. All right, you know, one of the themes here today is coastal chaos. Six different years, six different coastal champions. You were one of those six. Is it that close when you look around, Coach? Putting aside Clemson, of course, just your seven teams. Yeah, I, I think I think it is, but I, I think it's 13 teams. Um, right now, when you play an ACC game, there's no guaranteed win for anyone, not even Clemson in reality. Uh, I watch the job coaches are doing, but to get to the Coastal, to answer your question, all good coaches. Everybody has put an emphasis, including Duke, on football. Maybe a little more than what we've seen in years past. Facilities improve, recruiting improves. <clears throat> we've been able to hire outstanding staffs. And that's why you're seeing what you're doing. I mean, it wasn't a mistake that Pat Narduzzi and Pitt won the Coastal. They were a really good football team in a lot of different ways and uh, got great quarterback play. and. So I think sometimes it's just the way the ball bounces, but also I think it may be each of us has a player or two or three that can be pivotal. You know, Anthony Boone for us, you know, what did he do? He just won games Yeah. over and over and over again. He's the winningest quarterback in the history of Duke football, and he's got a Coastal Division championship under his belt. So just that type of thing, you never know what you're going to get. <clears throat> David Cutcliffe is a guy you can follow on Twitter, at David Cutcliffe. Right now, we get to describe you as the guy who's turned Duke football around, right? Six of the last seven years, you've taken the Blue Devils to a bowl game. I mentioned the trip to the ACC title game. Even you, when you first arrived, took a little while, right? And, and I want you to kind of flash back, because as you look around your, your division, rather, Jeff Collins is new at Georgia Tech. 
Mac Brown is, you know, old but new, as you know at UNC. Manny Diaz is new but kind of new, right? Promoted from within as, as defensive coordinator. Scott Satterfield was with us yesterday and talked about, hey, man, I think we're going to be good eventually, but I'm not sure exactly how quickly that's going to happen. How do you describe in the bigger picture just the nature of being that first-year guy? What's harder about some transi uh, transitions? Does Dan Manny Diaz have different advantages because he's not exactly new because Willie Taggart joined us yesterday coach and he said he had a lot of year one indigestion that he hopes is flushed out of the Florida State system. Yeah I think when you're cold new um, you don't know your personnel um, your staff relationships unless you took a whole staff from somewhere else aren't as tied and as strong. Manny Diaz has got a relationship with players uh, some coaches, uh, I think he has a definite advantage in that regard. But I think <clears throat> the lesson for people is to build the program, not just try to have a great team. If you start shortcutting and just go wholesale JC and you know disrespect all the players that you inherited, I think it takes longer then. I think embraces the word. You got to embrace the program, build the program, and then you'll have some good football teams. Daniel Jones is, of course, now a member of the New York Giants. There's like a contractually required quarterback question every year for every team, as you know. Paint that picture for us, the, the depth chart, as you haven't practiced yet, uh, since the spring anyway. Uh, that's a big adjustment. You mentioned Anthony Boone in his central role. Daniel was amazing. What's next for the Devils at that position? Well, Quentin Harris um, is, a, is actually a dinosaur in this era. He's a fifth-year senior that has stayed the course. Yeah as a backup. I've watched him practice four years. I think the best part of that transition is he's already been a leader. He is so respected, so smart. He's in graduate school in Fuqua, our business school. Wow. Um, <clears throat> he didn't have to become a leader. He was one. In the midst of being with Daniel, he was one. But I think it's, it's helped me. I know his strengths. I know things that we may alter a bit. With him, you don't put a guy in a first-round draft choice uh, offense. You adjust it. Yeah. We went from Peyton Manning to T. Martin and won a national championship. T. was not Peyton Manning, but uh, Quentin has a, has a, the intangibles that you need. And then we've got Chris Katrinic and Gunnar Holmberg are trying to breathe down his neck, which is they're young, <clears throat> and that's what you want to see. So I thought. All three of them had outstanding springs. You've described to us at times, you know, some of your Tennessee teams, you don't, you never assume a victory. Of course, you have to execute even if you're on the right end of the talent uh, disparity. You have to deal with Alabama this year, Coach. So it's kind of a two-part question. One, how do you describe the emotions? I mean, you, you've been around the block health-wise, life-wise, but it is your alma mater. So that's part of it. And this is not just Alabama. This is Nick Saban, Alabama. This is many-time national superpower, Alabama. You, of course, would say that you have the lesser depth chart, but you're never going to say that you can't win. I mean, I know that. So what, what all is going into that? That's a well, lot of the you, layers. You, yeah, it is. But what, what it does, it heightens your preparation. Our January was different. Our spring was different. And the only way you fight that kind of strength is to fight the strength. There aren't really any weaknesses 
people talk about picking on their weaknesses, <clears throat> you have to minimize the strengths. And uh, so as you look at Alabama, I call them complete. Uh, you see the recruiting, but what you see is coaching, conditioning, uh, competitiveness, strategy, all eight phases. So I think you as a coach and you as a team have to realize if we're going to compete head-to-head -head with them, whether we're kicking an extra point, trying to block theirs or them block ours, or whether it's an opening kickoff or a third down play, <clears throat> you got to play 60 minutes. That's what Nick's done better than, in my opinion, anybody in the history of college football is their consistency over a 60-minute game. They're relentless. Uh, they've been whipped a few times, not very many no. physically, you right, know. Right, <clears throat> But they're not going to get out-coached or out-conditioned. Uh, that's, that's just what he does at Alabama. But what we can do is we, we have to match their strength in, in a lot of areas, and then you get a break or two. That's, that's how it happens. Is the emotional part of the equation just not a big deal at your stage of life? I mean, you went against Alabama all those years as the Tennessee offensive coordinator, but you're in like the Tennessee Hall of Fame and the Alabama Hall of Fame. I mean, this is your alma mater. Is that just sort of old news, turn that page? I don't know if you ever, like at some point, didn't Alabama in between, you know, Bear Bryant and Nick Saban call you at some point? I, yeah, I talked with them. I did, um, no question. And it is emotional there. Maybe the biggest and toughest thing for me is how many of my cousins are going to be wearing crimson. <laughs> uh, that's a reality. Um, they won't be wearing Duke blue, trust me. Uh, but they'll all ask for tickets. You're right. That's, that, that doesn't even sit well somehow. Go, so go ahead. But it's, um, it, it, I have to watch. I think when you get into the emotions as a coach, I think we make a lot of mistakes when we make decisions under pressure, emotion, response decisions. You know, I got to think this one out a little bit, make sure that we take the right approach. And you manage whatever's happening in the game, we got to have a plan for it. Last thing for David Cutcliffe, I know you have other commitments here on Radio Row. I saw that you said, I am more excited about this Duke defense than any we have had in 12 years. That's You're great at not going the hyperbole route. It's one yeah. of the thousand reasons that we love you as a guest. You're not going to say that unless there's a lot of reasons why. What are some of those reasons? Well, uh, we're, we're strong and fast up front. It all starts there. <clears throat> we're deep uh, at every position. We, we have recruited well on defense. So when you put on the film of our defense, you're going to see recruiting, coaching, conditioning, et cetera, et cetera. Do we have still a good ways to go? Absolutely. But this was the most productive spring of Duke defense has had since we've been at Duke. David Cutcliffe on Twitter, at David Cutcliffe. Thanks for shuffling your schedule for us. We're going to bombard you with more life and other questions with your regular phone visits. Are we still cool with that? Like, Absolutely. We've it wouldn't be Thursday without I, it, right? The only the only relationship I have longer than my relationship with Coach Cut is my wife. <laughs> I well, mean, we are know, 12 we years look, in, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, and you know we look forward to it. It's uh, great, man. It is. I, I, you know how I, we're, we're transparent people, so we've thanked each other many times. But let me reinforce how much I appreciate your place in our universe. Well, I hope we can continue to do this 
for many years to come. Yeah, I wonder who retires first. I don't know. I don't know. We're I got both up, we're both I got up this morning and conditioned hard before I drove <laughs> Coach down Cut's here. Coach Cut's a little older than I am. We're both in volatile industries. What's the Vegas over-under? Who, who retires well, first? Y'all work know. on that and come back with the numbers when we call. Thanks, okay? Coach. All right, David. Great to Thank see you. you. Take care. David Cutcliffe of the Duke Blue Devils.